You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In this episode, Lauren Vickers joins us. In her 20th year of modeling, Lauren launched her new venture. Bringing her love of fitness, beauty, and activewear together, she combined her passion and knowledge through launching her online activewear store, Paco Loves Luna. Made in the USA, using recycled plastic bottles to create lightweight, quick-dry, eco-friendly clothing for women, Paco Loves Luna showcases activewear of all shapes and sizes, including maternity and plus sizes. The brand ranges from simple colours to creative prints, with all the fabrics being eco-friendly, even down to the stitching being hand-sewn with 100% organic cotton. Hi Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me this morning. It's an absolute pleasure. I was just saying, I think we've crossed paths many a times at events, but it's virtually impossible to, you know, stop and speak to everyone. So it's great to have you here today. Thank you. Yeah, it's a little bit um, funny at events sometimes, you know, you run into people and you go, do I know you or I just follow you on Instagram or you're not quite sure where you know people from now. I know. And it's always like, you know, like less than five minutes to say hi to everyone as well. It's so rushed. (laughs) Yeah, speed meeting. (laughs) I know. Right, so let's hear a little bit about you because your background's in modelling, isn't it? Yes, so I've been a model for 20 years now. This year was my 20th year anniversary, uh, which is pretty crazy. I never thought that I would be in the industry this long because when I started, people just, they sort of stopped by the time they hit 23, 24. So it's almost unheard of, but now the industry is obviously diversifying and widening. Um, I'm also a qualified personal trainer and I have my own little activewear business for eco-friendly activewear called Paco Loves Luna. Wow. So there's a lot going on. How do you spend the majority of your time at the moment? Uh, It's it's a big mix of things. I still have some uh, modeling and presenting jobs that I do. So that's always really last minute and, you know, the the fashion industry still is not very organized (laughs) and the commercial production industry is the same. Um, sometimes I'm doing interviews, sometimes I'm going to events to network with people, sometimes I'm shooting branded content and in between that I'm, you know, packing orders and organising shoots for the activewear brand and just trying to fit everything else in between. Plus, I've also become a rescue dog foster this week. I saw. (laughs) How incredible. I bet you're attached already. Oh, he's lovely. He's sleeping on my floor in my office at the moment because he's had a big play this morning. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How does the foster thing work? Like, do you get it for a certain amount of time or do you wait until someone wants to take him and then, then you let him go? Like, how does that work? So the, the rescue that I work for is called the Australian Working Dog Rescue and they don't have a physical shelter, but they'll rescue dogs from pounds um, and shelters. So where the dogs are on death row, they're working breeds will, or mixes, will pick them up and then that dog will stay with the foster carer so that it learns some manners and, you know, gets some basic training, gets to socialise with people and learns to trust people again. And then once that dog's ready, then it will go to a forever family. Uh, and so it could be with the foster carer for a week or several months. It just depends how long it takes for it to get adopted. 
Wow. Yeah, I saw that on social media and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, that dog is absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Cooper, yeah, he's pretty cute. He's pretty cheeky, but he's, yeah, he's a typical puppy at the moment. He'll play for 15 minutes and then sleep for 20. Pass out. That's how we <laughs> like it. Right, so Packer Loves Luna is the activewear brand that you've created. How long ago did you launch that? Um, so I guess it's been maybe properly since December I think I mean I was sort of buying stock and getting everything ready until then uh but it, I didn't really launch it until just before Christmas so it's sort of um been a, a long time coming I've wanted to do it for a long time but it took me a while to get everything sorted in the back end like create the website get all my stock ready shoot everything the way I want to present it and just try and get a strong message for the brand out there yeah, I absolutely love the brand name. So what's the story behind that? So um, I named it after a rescue parrot that I had in Miami. So I was living in Miami and I went through a really big breakup and I was at a really kind of low point in my life. I was really stressed out. Um, and so the only thing that I knew to take care of myself at the time was just to look after myself physically. And then I thought, okay, eventually mentally my mind will catch up and I'll be feeling better. So just take care of your body and eventually the brain will catch up. So I got started into health and fitness and that's what I've always been quite a healthy and active person, but that sort of um, movement kind of moving meditation really helped me and it kind of helped me get back on track. So I was a lot happier once I was, you know, going to the gym all the time and just getting myself healthy and cooking myself amazing food. And that kind of kick-started my journey. And then one day I was walking um, outside my apartment. It was kind of, it's kind of one of those old school buildings that has uh, outdoor balconies to the elevator. You know, it's kind of open air. Yeah. And so I was walking from my apartment door to the elevator and I saw this bird walking along the ground. And I was like, oh my goodness, I've seen these before on YouTube. You know, they're really smart. So I put my hand out and he jumped up. And I was like, okay, obviously he's someone's pet. Where has he come from? So I put up flyers, I contacted pet shops, I contacted groomers, everything. And I couldn't find the owner of this bird and he would talk. <laughs> he was wow. really, really smart. He was an African great parrot. So they, they learned to mimic everything. So my phone, the microwave, the doorbell, the electric drill next door, my oh, voice. Hello. He would speak in my voice to me, which is really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> um, the TV, I'd come back and he'd be speaking Spanish because I'd put TV on for him. So he wouldn't oh feel alone. Oh my gosh. Um, and so, you know, sometimes animals come into your life when you need it the most and it, it, it's like a healing process. And so Parker was there and he really helped me, you know, be happy again and try and find that happiness in my life. And so, um, one of my nicknames was always Luna. And so I called it Paco Loves Luna because he, he really did love me. <laughs> wow. It's such a standout name. And the first time I ever yeah. heard it, I was thinking there's got to be a really good story behind that one. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. is, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Does everyone ask you, ask you the same question? Yeah. So usually yeah. the short answer is I say I, re- I named it after my rescue parrot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's part of my logo and everything like that. I've got two little parrots on there. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, but he's a sweet bird. I, I ended up moving back to Australia and you can't bring birds back here. So 
I, um, I gave him to my vet. So I still get updates because he, you know, calls the dogs and chases them around the house and, oh you know, lives with the family and the Cuban grandparents spoil him and everybody loves Paco. So he's very, very happy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a great story. Yeah, so, it's lovely. I can imagine when you were setting up this business, there would have been a huge amount of hurdles and just learning curves, um, yeah. you know, in terms of sourcing and even just fabric cuts and all those kind of things. How, mm-hmm. I guess, did you go about sourcing the fabric because that's a really important element within your range isn't it yeah it really is so um I'm currently buying from different brands and um and reselling them so the brands that I've worked with before probably mostly when I lived in Miami because activewear was kind of on trend before it was here uh and I found these amazing eco-friendly tights and I had a bunch of pairs myself and I would wash and wear them to death and they just lasted really well. They feel amazing. They're made from recycled plastic bottles and they use like vegetable dyes and indigo dyes and things like that that are really eco-friendly. Um, so they have all these amazing practices that, you know, just help with sustainability. And I thought I haven't found these out here in Australia much, so I want to bring them out. So there's a few brands that I've worked with for several years that I've brought out that I love. And now I'm jumping an even bigger hurdle of trying to manufacture my own stuff. So it's all about finding an eco-friendly factory and the right textiles. So I think I'm going to have to travel a little bit to go and source these because often with these businesses, they're not really, they don't have a big internet presence. Um, These factories and, you know, textile companies, you kind of need to be there face-to-face to to do the negotiations. So that'll be my next hurdle. Yeah, and also just checking, you know, like the quality and everything as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And making sure the the factories have, you know, great working conditions for their workers and stuff as well. That's all part of that sustainability chain. Mm. How have you gone about finding those suppliers? Has it really been an internet search or really speaking to other people? Um, a bit of both. I've tried to do as much research as I can over the internet and I think I'm going to have to attend, you know, some um, some shows. of those textile and expo yeah. trade shows and fairs in different countries. Um, but then I've also got a lot of friends who have their own businesses um, in different areas. I know a guy that has his own, excuse me, uh, linen company where he makes bed sheets. And so he has some great advice about sourcing and stuff like that. And then I've got another um, contact I've been put in touch with who makes eco-friendly thongs from rubber. So, you know, it's it's really interesting if you just go out there and look for the information, it does come running in. you just got to be prepared to ask lots of questions and be patient in the process because it does take a bit of time. Yeah. Are the quantities that you order, do they have to be huge? Are you able to negotiate smaller amounts considering, you know, it's such a new business? The good thing about eco-friendly practices is they often do small runs of things. So, uh, that can be a good thing and a difficult thing sometimes when you're ordering from other brands because if they do a small run and it go, you buy the stock and it goes really well, then it's hard to get more stock of that one. Right. Um, but it's all just a negotiation process. Some places will let you do smaller quantities. Um, they call them MOQs, minimum order quantities. Um, and some of them you have to order big. So I'm just sort of in that middle process right now where I'm like trying to figure out the the sweet spot between, you know, what they want and what I want in coming yeah, to negotiation. Absolutely. So how many releases have you done so far? Have you done one or two? Um, it's just kind of been an ongoing thing. I buy stock as it comes in from my suppliers at the moment. Um, I have a couple of collections that I love. The Flow collection is the eco-friendly one at the moment. And then 
originally I offered both eco-friendly and not eco-friendly and the eco-friendly sold way more. So the demand is there if you give people the option. So I've decided that I have to go that way, that way completely. Mm. (laughs) It's just, you know, go, Oh damn it. Now I have to go and find all the eco-friendly brands or I have to go and create my own because it's really important to people. And if you give them the choice, they, they resoundingly tell you what they want. Uh, so I, I've kind of bought a bit more from these brands that I found eco-friendly ranges from, and they're great. I've got even more products coming soon as well. So I'll be doing another drop sometime soon. Fabulous. So what have you done to get it out into the marketplace in terms of, you know, like launching the brand? Um, honestly, a lot of it is just through social media. And the reason I decided on Activewear in the beginning is because I always had amazing, you know, brands that I loved and everywhere I would wear them, which is the majority of my day, I'm wearing Activewear <laughs> now, um, uh, to the supermarket, to the gym, out to brunch or, you know, everywhere and in between, people would always ask me, oh, my God, where are your tights from? I love them. And I go, oh, yeah, for the fabric. It's amazing, you know, and I just naturally talk about it. So I do that. Um, I give, you know, pairs and stuff to my friends and, and they've been really good about helping me get the word out there as well. And I think I'll be having a little launch event soon. So um, I'd love for you to come along to that. Jesse, my PR agent will be in touch about that one, but that should, you know, kick off a little bit more and kind of formally launch it to everyone. It's been a very informal process today. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty about social media, isn't it? Is that, you know, Mm -hmm. when you can create like shareable content from people that are wearing Mm -hmm. it plus you've got your own personal brand as well so you know we can sort of not have to rely on traditional forms of media as much as what we would have had to do in the past yeah it's amazing how much the industry has evolved you know when I started for fashion lines people would have like a 27 piece collection for spring summer and autumn winter and you had to launch it on this date you had to photograph it six months before to get it ready and you know, and then that was it for the whole season. And now it's so different because people will drop things weekly or they have little launch events all the time or advertising is not as traditional only in magazines anymore. It's in in every aspect. So it's really interesting to see how the industry has changed over the years. So beyond the website, is it stocked Mm -hmm. in, you know, any retail spaces or other people's websites as well? Not at the moment. I'm just keeping it, you know, small to my, close to my heart um, and trying to keep everything as eco-friendly as possible. So we do it mainly online and I try to reduce the amount of packaging and everything that I go through. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So given that you've got so much going on, how do you manage your time between everything? Because that's the golden question that everyone always wants to know is how do you get so much done, you know, in the little time that you have? I, um, it's something that I still always struggle with a little bit. Um, if you ask my PR agent, I'm a hot mess with organization. (laughs) So I have people around me that are really good at it, that help me (laughs) and inspire me to be better because I'm kind of, I'm a typical creative in my head. Sometimes I'm all over the place. So I often have a lot of flexibility with my job, which is, um, which is a positive with modeling. You know, it's not all the time. Sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes you'll work, you know, 14 hours a day for seven days straight. And sometimes you'll have three days off in the middle of the week for no reason. So I try and just do as much as I possibly can. And I'm a bit of a night owl. So I'll often do a lot of the admin tasks and stuff that I'm supposed to have done throughout the day. I'll do that at night when everybody else is asleep and I can get a break from everything. Mm. Um, and 
I'm always thinking and and taking notes, and I've got a little notebook that carry I carry around in my uh, in my handbag everywhere with me, and I'm constantly using the notes app on my phone to remind myself to do things. So I just have my own little quirky ways of doing things, but I think I will have to start bringing a little bit more structure in so that I stop driving everyone crazy with my <laughs> madness. Well, at least you've got the right people around you because I think that mm-hmm. that's key mm-hmm. to kind of you know optimize the time that you have and keep you moving ahead absolutely I've even been thinking about bringing on like a virtual assistant if if I can find a good one I think that would actually make a big difference everyone I know raves about it I've had mine for five years and she is my right hand she manages me because my diary is a full-time job so she's on my diary the whole day she's organizing everything without her like if there's a day that she's sick and can't like be on I'm like oh my gosh when when are you back (laughs) my world is falling apart it was actually one of the first (laughs) highs I ever made it was the best 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 decision ever ever see everyone says that so I think I'm going to have to go into that just to because I'm a firm believer in outsourcing things that people other people can do 50% better or 100% better in half the time I'm 100% a big believer of that so I don't mind paying good money for people who do jobs that I'm not very good at and I don't particularly want to do and they want to do it. Exactly. <laughs> well, it ask you then to focus on what you're good at exactly. and then she can just organise everything and remind you where you need to be and, you know, mm-hmm. also say if you shouldn't be doing that, you should be doing this. Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> I need that person. <laughs> so with it, you're obviously exercising every day. What kind of exercise mm-hmm. do you do? Uh, it's always different. I'm one of those people that uh, doesn't like to stick to the same workout for six weeks in a row. I just get bored. So I'll do lots of different things. I've been walking this dog a lot lately and getting outdoors, especially when the weather's beautiful like it is today, um, just to be outside and a little bit away from screen time and just enjoying beautiful Sydney weather. So uh, I've been doing a lot of long walks at the moment. Um, I do a lot of weight training that I really enjoy because because I'm a personal trainer, I can program myself circuits and have 100% confidence in doing that. So I'll do that. Sometimes I like to do a reform of Pilates. Uh, I really love boxing and swimming and, and doing things as a group as well. I like group training because it's kind of that team aspect where you spur each other on. I totally agree. And also, where do you find inspiration for your fashion and style? Um, I guess it just comes to me naturally. I've been in the industry so long that I kind of know what I do and don't like. Um, I suppose that really helped me in bringing my activewear business to life because I have a f- I have a feel for quality and I have a feel for how things are going to go to market because I've seen the trends over the years and I've been lucky enough to just be privy to all these business conversations uh, from my former clients, uh, hearing how they they do things and how they bring things to market. So I get inspiration from everywhere, but I'm really, I guess I'm really inspired by being outdoors and in nature and then connecting with people as well, because the more I chat face-to-face with people, the more I get inspired by their amazing creativity as well. Yeah, same. And it's so much about the people that you're surrounding yourself with as well. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. With your active wear range, what are some of your favourite pieces? That's probably a very uh, tough question. <laughs> it's really tough. At the moment, I am wearing the Evil Eye print leggings and they I love this print. I get stopped all the time when I wear this print because it's just really unusual and beautiful. It's got this beautiful like hand-painted feel to it. 
Um, and then the, the one that I photographed a lot in the beginning, uh, it's the star, the star print leggings. That's and gorgeous, that one. The star tights, yeah. And that's mm. just like the staple that everybody loves. I've been hounding my supplier to get me more of those and they yeah. just don't do big runs. But I really love that style. So yes. I love things that you can switch up, you know, you could wear them to a workout and then you can wear them out to brunch and they've still got a bit of a quirk factor to them. They're really pretty and they're eye-catching. So I love all the play on colour in that collection as well. Wow. So where can everyone find the activewear range? If you can just let us know the URL and the Instagram handle, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So the Instagram is at Paco Loves Luna and the website is www.pacolovesluna.com. And Paco is spelled P-A-C-O. Yes, P-A-C-O. I gave him, I gave the parrot a Miami name because I figured he needed one. I love it. it. I absolutely (laughs) love that story. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me and I can't wait to catch up at the next event. 